Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another installment of In Real Life with Evan Halperin. I am Evan Halperin. Today, our topic of discussion is... I know we've already talked about a house bill before, and this house bill, House Bill 7, has also been renamed. Last bill we talked about was Florida Bill 1557, I believe it was, and that was renamed, and this bill is House Bill 7, and it was also renamed, yes, I was correct, House Bill 1557 was the last bill that was named the Don't Say Gay Bill by the media. Never actually said gay, but it's okay, it's okay. This bill has been renamed the Stop Woke Act. But it is really Florida House Bill 7. And it does stop woke. It does stop woke. It is amazing. I really do like this spell. However, there's a common misconception peddled by the mainstream media that this bill was banning books in schools or something like that. No, it doesn't. But what we're going to do today is we are going to read a time article about the bill just to get some background, get some context, and then we are going to actually read through the bill. Well, I took some, I read through the bill, actually, uh, which is mind-numbingly dull, ladies and gentlemen. I now understand, and I read through, I've read through other bills before. This one was 30 pages long, which I know isn't long, but it's one of the longest that I've happened to read, and I, I understand why politics is now mind-numbingly boring, just insane, but I read through a lot of it, and I took some notes, so we're going to go through the first little bit, which I think is the most important, and then I um, took the only time that the bill actually said books, and I took that out, so we're going to read that and talk about it, and it's going to be fun, so let's get into it. So the Time article is named Florida's Governor Just Signed the Stop Woke Act. Here's what it means for school businesses. Just, just a riv- riveting article. Let's read through it. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed legislation on Friday that aims to regulate how schools and, business and businesses address race and gender. The state's latest effort to restrict education about those topics actually, Time article, actually, who wrote this? Katie Riley. So in the first, in the opening sentence, there's not even a period there, in the opening sentence... She gets something wrong. It's not gender. The bill does not say gender. It says sex. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, sex and gender are not malleable. They are the same thing. You cannot change your sex or your gender. But because the woke left has decided they want to try to change sex and gender and make them mean different things, the bill did something which was actually incredibly genius It didn't use the word gender at all. It used sex, which most leftists will even agree that that is the biological term. So she gets something wrong in the first paragraph, but it's okay, we'll go on. The law, which has become known as the Stop Woke Act, prohibits workplace training or school instruction that individuals are inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, whether consciously or unconsciously. That is correct. 
that people are privileged or oppressed based on race or gender or national origin, or that a person bears personal responsibility for and must feel guilt, anguish, or other forms of psychological distress over actions committed in the past by members of the same race, gender, or national origin. The law says such trainings or lessons amount to discrimination. I don't know if they amount to discrimination, but they are certainly bad. They are certainly untruthful. They are certainly purposely dishonest and disingenuous. And I'm going to read gender because I'm going to read this word for word so we know exactly what the article says. However, again, the bill does not say gender. So on we go. The Republican-led legislation passed the Florida House in February by a vote of 47 to 41 and the Florida Senate in March by a vote of 24 to 15 along partisan lines. Yes. No one should be instructed to feel as if they are not equal or shameful, said in a statement on Friday. I'm not exactly sure when this was written, but I know it wasn't this Friday. In Florida, we will not let the far woke, far left woke agenda take over our schools and our workplaces. There is no place for indoctrination or discrimination in Florida. You, sir, Mr. Ron DeSantis, are a hero. DeSantis, a Republican, proposed the legislation in December under the name Stop the Wrongs to Our Kids and Employees Woke Act, saying he aimed to take on both corporate work wokeness, I apologize, and critical race theory. We won't allow Florida tax dollars to be spent teaching our kids to hate our country or to hate each other, he said at the time while calling critical race theory state-sanctioned racism, which federal sanctioned racism but because we are talking about florida yes he is correct critical race theory is a graduate level academic framework that explores how institutions perpetrate racism that's not really what it is it is a graduate level meaning college level um theory that basically if there is an imbalance or inequality in anything in the world or anything in America, it is because of racism and needs to be fixed. Basically, everything should be 50-50. And I have no problem with that being taught to college kids as a theory. Matter of fact, I maybe don't have a problem if the professor thinks that. There is definitely indoctrination in colleges. However... It is college, and you should be able to think for yourself and understand that your professor is a bigot and has no clue what they are talking about. And I use they in the, I don't know whether you have a male or female professor, not in the people could not have a gender slash sex. But we go on. School districts across the country have emphasized that it is not being taught at the K-12 through level, which actually is completely incorrect. It was being taught and probably is still being taught, especially... Well, not especially, but especially in liberal areas. Um, it was being taught all over the country. Uh, and, yeah. But the topic has become a catch-all target of conservative critics who argue that lessons training that address racism will divide children and make white students uncomfortable. That's a little bit of a straw man. Um, yeah, kind of. I would say there's some conservatives out there that don't know what critical race theory is. Now you do. I do. But I don't really like that argument because, first of all, it was being taught 
and there were hearings in school districts all over the country because of it was being taught. And systematic racism does not exist in America. That's a, another thing that I disagree with, and we can go over that some other time, because right now we're talking about Florida House Bill 7. Anyways, Florida's new law has been criticized by civil rights groups and free speech advocates who warn that it will have a chilling effect on educators. Educators are there to educate, and they're, they are there to educate the facts. Now, again, if you are teaching theory, fine, because that's not your theory. And again, if you're in college, maybe a, a little bit different. Not here to argue that right now. But what chilling effect on educators? I don't... I was recently told that I am hardened, so maybe... Maybe that's why I don't understand that, but who knows. This dangerous law is part of a nationwide trend to whitewash history and chill free speech in classrooms and workplaces, Amy Turkle, interim executive of the ACLU of Florida, said in a statement. It will infringe on teachers' and employers' First right Amendments... First Amendment rights, sorry, and chill their ability to use concepts like systematic racism and gender discrimination to teach about and discuss important American history. Systematic racism did exist in America. Slavery did exist in America. Jim Claus, they existed. No one is saying these things didn't exist. If you say that, you're an idiot. But, but we're talking about now. We're talking about right now. Gender discrimination absolutely existed all over the world, especially in America. But it doesn't exist now, and that is the problem. That is the problem. The woke left is stuck in the past. They're trying to progress things from the past. And when you try to progress things into the past, you end up screwing things up because you don't actually understand the present. And it also won't infringe on their teachers' and employers' First Amendment rights, Amy Turkle. It won't do that because you can't just say whatever you want. Now, you can lie. However, you are being paid. So, you really can't just lie. It doesn't infringe on First Amendment rights. There is a, a saying, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. That is untrue. You can yell fire in a crowded theater if there is a fire. However, you cannot lie to intentionally cause a panic. The law allows teachers to address how the individual freedoms of persons have been infringed by slavery, racial oppression, racial segregation, and racial discrimination, and how laws enforce racial discrimination, but also says the lessons may include how recognition of individual freedoms overturn these unjust laws and may not be used to indoctrinate or persuade students to a particular point of view. That is correct. For the law's portion. The law also says officials who review instructional material may not recommend any materials that reflect unfairly upon persons because of their race, color, creed, national origin, ancestry, gender, religion, or other characteristics. So that is where we get the misconception, right? He's not banning books. He's not banning materials. However, teachers cannot push material upon students that 
is just that makes them feel a certain way because of what they are, because of things that they can't change. That, ladies and gentlemen, is actually called bullying. So what we learn in school is that bullying is going after people continuously and continuously, and usually it's because of things they can't change. And ladies and gentlemen, as hard as you might try, you cannot change your race, your color, your creed, your national origin, your ancestry. You can't change your gender, and you can't. Well, you and you, but you can change your religion. I'll give her that. And it goes on, and it continues to push why people are critiquing it. Because it prohibits the promotion of these ideas by public university faculty, it is almost certainly unconstitutional, says Jeremy Young, senior manager of free expression and education at PAN America, an organization that advocates for free expression. Jeremy Young, you sir are incorrect. It doesn't pro prohibit promotion of this. You can push those ideas if you would like, but you need to remind people that it is a theory, and that actually is in the bill. It is a large section of the bill that we will read. And the article goes on and on and on. Very long article. I don't want to read that all to you. I think we read the ma excuse me, the major parts of the article, but we're going to actually go to what I read, and I'm going to actually kind of read the bill to you guys. So... The bill went through a couple of changes, a couple of rereads, a couple of rewrites, as normal bills do. Uh, it was passed on its third reread in the House and the Senate. So, let's get into it. So, the first couple of pages um, say that it is illegal to imply in any way to someone in an educational setting. So this is what I'm going to focus on schools, because this is where the misconception that they were banning books and everything like that. Um, so it's illegal to imply to in any way to someone in an educational setting that people of one race, color, sex, or nationality are morally superior to another based on that identifier, which no problem with that. You can't say that white people are superior to black people. You can't say that Native Americans are superior to Mexican Americans. You can't say that men are superior to women. No problem with that. An individual, because of his race, color, sex, or nationality, is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive based on that identifier. I don't have any problem with that. You shouldn't have any problem with that. Let's go on. It is illegal to apply in any way to someone in an, in an educational setting that someone is privileged or oppressed because of their race, color, sex, or nationality. I don't have any problem with that. Now, people may say that black people are oppressed, and to you I would say you are incorrect. But that's another argument. That members of a race, color, sex, or nationality should not treat a member of another's race, color, sex, or nationality with respect based on that identifier. So the bill quite literally says you should treat everybody with respect and you need to teach that you should treat everybody with respect. That's a great line in a bill. No problem with that. 
that people because of their race, color, sex, or nationality should be discriminated against or bear responsibility for the actions of members from the past of their same identifier. So you can't say that a white person walking on the street should feel shame because they are the great, 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 great grandson of Christopher Columbus. Because they did not do anything wrong. Why would they feel shame? Why would they feel guilt? Again, I am hardened. Or so I am told. That anyone based on their race, color, sex, or nationality should be discriminated against or mistreated to achieve diversity, equity, or inclusion. So that goes extremely hard against critical race theory. Because that is what critical race theory pushes against. Critical race theory says that in order to achieve equity, diversity, and inclusion, people should be discriminated against. So I agree with that. That anyone based on their race, color, sex, or nationality should bear responsibility for or feel distress for past action committed by the same identifier. So again, you should not feel shame. You should not feel guilt. That's a little bit of a double, but it's okay. I forgive you because you are a hero, Mr. Ron DeSantis. That certain virtues such as hard work, excellence, objectivity, and others were created by members of a race, color, sex, or nationality to oppress others of a different identifier. So that line says that you can't say that black people are lazy because they're not. And you can't say that white people created hard work to prove that black people are lazy and you can't say that black people created athleticism to prove that white people can't jump then it goes on to say that the first paragraph what we just read prohibiting those things may not be read so that discussion as part of training or instruction if given objectively is prohibited so again what that means is that if you say some people think that members of a race, color, sex, or nationality should not treat a a member of another race, color, sex, sex, or nationality with respect based on that identifier, you can't get in trouble for that because you said some people think. However, you cannot teach that thing as objectively true. And with that, I say good. The next couple of pages talk about some different things. They talk about discrimination in public school, federal and state financial assistance, and employment conducted by schools that get money from federal or state government. They talk about, or it talks about, I apologize, admission to a course or program that says all classes should be available to everyone regardless of race, color, nationality, sex, disability, religion, or marital status. However, They can be placed in classes based on their proficiency in the English lexicon or their specialized skills and talents. So, just to rephrase that a little bit, clear it up. All classes have to be available to everybody based on a certain number of things. However, how good you are at something in that class matters whether you get placed into it or not. So it's like Harry Potter... He had to take school exams. Based on what he got in those exams, he was placed into classes. 
but it wasn't based on the fact that Harry Potter is a straight white male. It was based on the fact that Harry Potter did good in most of his classes. It talks about the separation of sexes during learning about human reproduction or playing sports that include bodily contact. So basically what that means is that girls can't play football with boys. And boys can't play basketball with girls. It talks about counseling, guidance service, or financial assistance be avail being available without regards to race, color, nationality, sex, disability, religion, or marital status. It talks about extracurriculars, clubs, or sports offered by public schools and how you can't discriminate based on race, color, nationality, sex, disability, religion, or marital status. It says that public schools have to have a boys and girls team for sports or they have to allow people of a different sex to try out. So, if you have a boys team, you need to have a girls team. If you don't have a girls team, you need to allow girls to try out for and be placed on that boys team. That does not mean, however, that students can be, can't be grouped in gym based on things that aren't sex. However, the test to distinguish the students have to be fair. And then it goes on to talk about equal athletic opportunity and who decides what is equal. And that is just the first little part of the bill. I don't want to read the whole thing to you guys because that is boring and I don't want to be boring. So I control f and I took the only sentence that actually says the word books in the bill, and I'm going to read that for you. Here we go. <clears throat> Drum roll. Thank you. Members of the instructional staff of the public schools, subject to the rules of the State Board of Education and the District School Board, shall teach efficiently and faithfully using the books and materials required that meet the highest standards for professionalism and historical accuracy. Now, nowhere does it say they're banning books or books have been banned. In fact, in the bill, it doesn't say words like banning, ban, or banned at all. However, there is actually no however. So let's read that again. Members of the instructional staff of the public schools, subject to the rules of the State Board of Education and the District School Board, so teachers, shall teach efficiently and faithfully, in good conscience, using the books and materials acquired that meet the highest standards for professionalism and historical accuracy. So what that means is that you can't push books or materials that lie, and you can't push books and materials that aren't professional, and you can't push books and materials that say any of the previous things we have talked about today. Ladies and gentlemen, I have zero problem with that whatsoever. And I don't believe there is any reason to have any problem with that whatsoever. Now again, I am hardened. Or so I have been told. So maybe some stuff is slipping by me. But I also am perfect, so it's not. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This was a little bit of a longer episode, but I think I enjoyed it a little bit more. I, I get to talk about stuff I really enjoy with you guys through this podcast, so thank you so much for listening. It, it's been great. It's been an honor in these 24 minutes. Have a wonderful night, guys. This has been In Real Life with Evan Halpern.